You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission. To our ancestors, whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders, whose shadows we walk in, I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
You say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good because why? We lack consciousness and consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning. Ah, yes. We're back on with the regular. So good morning, African world. This is African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Good morning, family. Hotel, I hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good weekend. I know for some people in the here in the eastern portion of this country, particularly the northeastern portion of this country, you're going to get pounded with snow. In fact, uh, the Buffalo Bills game has been moved 
to Detroit. Yep, it's been moved to Detroit. And because um, they're going to get like six feet of snow. Man. And I've seen on, on, on Facebook people that posted some big snowstorms in, in, the, in the history of their cities, Chicago, Milwaukee. Yeah, we know snow. So, this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. But of course, you can use the um, shortcut. Just go to whatever search engine you you use and put in babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net. And once again, there'll be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Other programming we have, of course, here on African Perspectives. This program, once again, is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in all times. I'm going to give our Eastern Times. On Mondays from 8 to 9, Black Therapy Central with Dr. Kamal Kambon, Dr. Mawia Kambon, and their daughter, Nataki Kambon. And then followed at 9, from 9 to 10, Conversations, Reparations, every first and third Mondays with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey. On Tuesdays, starting uh, December 1st, back, back with us on December 1st is uh, Black Reality Think Tank on Tuesdays from 8 to 10 with Dr. William Rogers. The program is starting back up. That's great to hear. And then on Thursdays from 7 to 8 on Thursdays, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the Move from 7 to 8. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m., it's time for an awakening, brothers and sisters. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard at, on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday, once again at 7 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We buy black, the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses is webuyblack.com. Brothers and sisters, you can get everything you need from American African owned businesses from webuyblack.com. It's to me, I don't know about you, but for to, to me, and if you're listening to this program, probably that same feeling to you that you want to support each other. You want to assist in helping other brothers do and sisters do well and uh, whatever their business is. You support them, and if ho- hopefully that that business, others support them, and that business grows and, and, and employs some of our people, and it's a business that provides good products for our people. So, brothers and sisters, support We Buy Black. Africa for the Africans, Brother Bumani Tahimba, he is in Tanzania. He is in Tanzania from uh, yesterday they took off, and he'll be back. On the 28th, on the 28th, the trip only costs $4,000. And, and, and initially, when you deal with the trip, you only put uh, a minimal fee down. I think it's like $400 down. 
to hold you, you know, and that's the deposit. And then, uh, yeah, I tell you, man, this next trip after this, when he comes back, when when he comes back, we'll talk with him. And and uh, um, I'm in Ubuntu. I'm in Ubuntu. Went on this trip to Tanzania. Uh, uh, the next trip is December 24th to January 5th, 2023. $4,000 going to Ghana. Then March 30th to April 10th, 2023. $4,000 to Senegal and Gambia. And then May 24th to June 5th, 2023. $4,000 going to Ghana once again and then July 20th through the 30th of 2023 for $4,200 Rwanda and then November 16th to November 27th 2023 still $4,000 going to Tanzania then December 24th 2023 to January 4th 2024 $4,200 going to Azinia going to Azinia South Africa, going to Azenia. And then March 29th to April 9th, 2024, $4,000, Liberia. Brothers and sisters, go to Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for oh, excuse me. <laughs> I just did that right. Habishah. Habishah Incorporated. Habishah stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, uh, brothers and sisters, still dead, they haven't updated the website with the Kashi project and the celebration there. But brothers and sisters, go to the website. Look and see for yourself the programs that they have which are agricultural programs, Habashaw Works, Black to Our Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, and Urban Green Jobs. Brothers and sisters, Habashaw, incorporated.org. The LEDGE program, LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. Brother Peter Brown. They deal in the four areas of human necessity, a better term, isn't it? Because it is a necessity. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Four areas of human existence and necessity. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Twelve projects in six different countries on the continent with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the Ledge Group. In fact, if you are a member of the Ledge Group, you have an <clears throat> opportunity to buy land in Tanzania at $250 an acre. He might be able to buy some land that overlooks the beautiful Mount Kilimanjaro, you know, or or near the Serengeti. Who knows? But check it out for yourself. The Ledge Group, Land for the Environmental Development of GroupEconomics.com. Abibiatumi. Abibiatumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. Abibiatumi.com. And the Kemetic U University, and that they always having programs. You know, I'll tell you, Abibia Tumi um, have programs, classes. Abibia Tumi is dedicated to the complete and total liberation of, of African people and the modern lands of African people. 
throughout the African world from under domination and, and to do this to, to get out from under the domination by Eurasians and their anti-African anti-black collaborators those traitors you know those black collaborators as such Habibi Tumi seeks to reclaim and to recreate systems and tools that are designed these tools are designed <clears throat> Sorry, I've lost my way. Designed to, for the benefit of African people in the interest of the complete and total liberation and self-preservation and self-determination of Africa and the survival and the survival in each and every area of human activity. Bibi Tumi is all about continuing the work of our ancestors by restoring my art. Restoring my art family. That's what's happening here. You know, Baba mentioned uh, something a couple of weeks ago about the European. He doesn't have balance. And that's why Ma'at was so important. Balance. Balance. You know? Bibi Tumi is about the African liberation. African (laughs) African liberation is about freedom to learn and who we are. Learn who our ancestors are. And freedom from being who we are not inculcated by our oppressors. That's right. That's Bibi Atumi. It's my pharmacy. It's my pharmacy located in, um, if you want to give Brother Jabril a call at 731-327-6229 at 731-327-6229. Smart Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, everything that boosts your immune system, okay? The number of, of, of uh, holistic other things that you can take advantage of to have maximum, optimum health going into this so-called new year. So give them a call at 731-327-6229. Or if you want to use email, drop them an email at Pharmacy at gmail.com S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com The Moses West Foundation.org Brothers, the Moses West Foundation.org is in Mississippi. They're providing water. But I'm saying this in, the, in, in a sense that what Brother Moses West has created is a benefit for African people everywhere. Everywhere. All we have to do is get us, get together and put money into it to build these machines. Some small, that it can be for just a small group of people or a household to large scale where a whole community. Just like, you know, I remember me and my friend Jim Winbush, we we were in Ghana and we went to, we were up in, up in the northern region and we went to get some water. And we didn't drink it, we just showed how to pump the water out to earth and people came with big buckets and, you know, the big pail that they could put on top of their head. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But balance, see, balance. That's a necessity. And they can walk home with water. But instead of traveling 
all the distance and that water. You can get some containers, tap that water, hose it off. I mean, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, there is no shortage of water. Water's plenty. Water's everywhere. Water's the atmosphere. Water's everywhere. But what Moses West has been able to do is extract that water out of out of the air, the moisture out of the air, into his machine. It goes through a filtering process, it, and it comes out of a tap that is approved. Approved. That's why it's the atmospheric water generator. The atmospheric water generator. AWG. Oh, man, I tell you, it's important. Necessities. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in the West End and here in Atlanta, Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, having delicious smooth, smooth, <laughs> delicious fruit smoothies and juice bar <laughs> and all other good stuff, health products and everything at Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located right across the street from the um, Soul Vegetarian Restaurant. They've been around for a long time. The Hebrewites, brothers and sisters, at so veg. They have a buffet, nice uh, across the street from the Wadadas, and up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And you know what the Shrine is about. So, and I'm quite sure. At least I hope that the Shrine will be up and you know running full as the uh, Kwanzaa season happens, because we have Kwanzaa a lot of times at the Shrine. And I hope that's going to happen. Uh, other other things that we have here in Atlanta in the Medun Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia. She needs to be supported. She's in the Greenbrier Mall. If you have a book in mind, give her a call at 404-346-3226. 404-346-3263. She has a fine selection of books. Postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, you know, gift certificates at the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The other bookstore we promote, of course, is Brother Gazimde Ajamu with the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar located I-20 East and get off in Lithonia um, <clears throat> exit 74 and go north you know and then uh, you're right there at on Main Street 6484 Main Street in Lithonia. Give them a call at 770-305-6373 770-305-6373 the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. The next exit up is exit 75, Turner Hill Road. If you get off uh, exit at Turner Hill Road and you make a right and stay on that street, Turner Hill Road, three lights and make another right. On to your left is the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Us Lifting Us. Last night they had that Thursday night broadcast. Us Lifting Us. Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night. And um, my good brothers and sisters, with um, us lifting us, the economic development cooperative for our people, ULU. And um, the Thursday night broadcast is from 9 to 10, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time. And the number to dial, if you, if you want to check it out on the Internet, go to blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash us, U-L-U, forward slash U-L-U. The name of the program is Dare to Win. But if you want to call to 
uh, listen or give questions or comments or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us. Homeland Village, cultural gift shop, and all so much more. Brother Abija has going on in Macon, Georgia. 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. Give him a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop. Right on. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, giving my good friend, my good sister, Shelly Armand, set a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Sister Gabriela Rulia on the island of Haiti in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti has been doing great work with our children. Go, go online. Check it out for yourself. The children are beautiful. They're in their uniforms for school. They're, and so the four components that they deal with is education, health care, sustainable agriculture, and entrepreneurship. So, brothers and sisters, Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash H-I-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. <clears throat> Occupant Institute, brothers and sisters, uh, Baba Baruti and Mama Yab Baruti, they have class at Occupant Institute. They have, even have some students that are outside the country, across, the, across this country, and of course in Atlanta. Now they're having students in, in the classroom, but they need help because they seek no outside, nobody outside of us. So make your check of morning order out to Occupant Institute. Send it to P.O. Box 10786, Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. That's for us old school folks who still write checks and so forth. But if you want to use PayPal, if you use PayPal, go to Yah, Y-A-A, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, Baruti, at at, uh, Yahoo.com. Cash app. Dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, for Cash App. And make your donation. Make it one time or make it consistently. Whatever, how you want to do it in whatever amount is greatly appreciated. Occupant House is where all the books are located. If you want to check out some books, number one, you got uh, Kibuka, which I'm going to talk about today, which, of course, today is the program because tomorrow is Kibuka. So we're going to talk about that. I had a number of things I was, I was going to talk about, but I wound up uh, going with this because uh, it's what's happening. Because a lot of us don't want to deal with our captivity. They want to deal with the pain of our captivity. The 17th annual Kibuka, remembering the Middle Passage through the eyes of our ancestors, an Occupant Institute live event featuring lecture by Baba Baruti. November 19th, tomorrow, November 19th, at 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The event is going to be at the Sweet Spot, 675 Metropolitan Parkway. 
donations are $20 for family, 15 a couple, 10 for adults, and 5 for the young folks. If you want to give them a call, call Baba Baruti and Mama Ya at 404-753-7237. That's 404-753-7237. I'll be mentioning it again because that's what we're going to talk about today. The Ma'afa. The Ma'afa. The keep the kaput <clears throat> memory our tragedy through the eyes of our ancestors. It's deep family. You know, a lot of times we just want to forget it, you know what I'm saying? Pretend it never happened. We just don't understand how it has shaped our lives, influenced our lives, and many times act the way we act. The Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. The Inye Sesim. November 17th. Be a man, boy. Be a man. My good friend, poet and multi-talented individual, Brother Kenneth Saki. Boys must be correctly brought into manhood. And if we have learned through many, many thousands of years of wisdom and practice that the most efficient and lasting way of doing this in an orderly fashion is through communally organized programs where experienced men led boy initiates into the ways of their adult roles in society. We call these programs rites of passage. This is our tradition. African men should lead rites of passage programs for African boys. Men's must lead, <clears throat> men must lead them if we want our, our boys to become men because only men truly know how to be a, a man. It should be obvious as to why this is so. But we live in a society intent on confusing our way and many of us having unwittingly, <coughs> excuse me, family, unwillingly fall victim to the, to the assault on the African minds. Nonetheless, that dimension of our experience still stands as to why it is African men's responsibility to bring African boys into manhood. For those wishing to do so, I, had, I would suggest reading Paul Hill Jr.'s Coming of Age, Nathan and Julia Hare's Bringing the Black Boy to Manhood, Jomo Kenyatta's Facing Mount Kilman, Facing Mount Kenya, Facing Mount Kenya, Anthony Infram Dancor, African Spirituality, Sankofa, African Thought and Education, Equiarmans, The Healers, and 2000 Seasons, Mary C. Lewis, Her Story, Black Female Rites of Passage, Another sister, Sangori's Rites of Passage, Psychology of Female Power, George G.M. James' Stolen Legacy, Samuel Musa, The Heartbeat of Indigenous Africa, and of course, Baba Baruti, Asafo, Asafo. Affirm, I am an adult who brings children into manhood. I am an adult who brings children into manhood, because that's not just boys. We need young, that's why it's important that sisters work with other young sisters to help them be ladies. To help these young ladies be real ladies. You know? Yeah. Oh, what did I do with that? Bouncing back and forth family. From one book to the other. Yeah. 
It is good character that is man's guard. The bad people or people of ill character or evil character are those who fear needlessly for it is in their sin that haunts them and causes them to fear needlessly. J.A. Zafola. Character is found in following established traditions of what makes righteous people in creation's eyes. It is understood within the context of knowing that the millions of us who became honored ancestors passed down the best expressions of our humanity to those of us to emulate. Character is developed through following established tradition because we recognize the values of time-tested wisdom and the inevitable ignorance and arrogance of youth. And by youth, we are referring to both age and time. For as our children are young to us, we are merely children to our ancestors. We know that those who come before us know more about who we are than us. And we are neither intimidated nor made insecure by this fact. Character becomes meaningful, defined and positioned to be transferred to the coming generations when it is molded through the rules, rights, and thought process that our ancestors left for us to shape into the African way. To observe tradition is to build character because we are following what had been proven generation after generation after generation. Affirm, I am well guarded. Affirm, I am well guarded. And November 19th. In Africa, an ancestor is not somebody that dies. An ancestor is somebody that's lived a worthy life and died. There are people who die in certain villages whose names is forbidden to ever be called ever again because of the way they lived. Sorry, family. Sorry. But there are all, but there are those whose names should always want to be invoked and remembered because of their thoughts and their deeds because the way they lived. Professor James Small. We study our ancestors to identify ourselves because we are our ancestors. If we do not know them, we do not know ourselves. It is this knowing which allows us to understand the depth of the war we are engaged in with the invaders of our people's spiritual, mental, and physical space. So, the African warriors think, speaks, and acts in the tradition of our ancestors, fully aware of where we are and why we are here. They believe in the ingenuity, humility, resilience, integrity, and truth of our ancestors. They believe in the utility and incomparability of African people and the African person. They have an innate awareness of the way of, of, excuse me, they have an innate awareness of the what and why of our ancestors' wisdom, beliefs, material creations, institutions, interpretations of reality, cosmology, and the relationship with others. All this is they, all this they possess because of our undeniable, unbreakable identifications with our ancestors. The knowledge that we are our ancestors 
is enough to know that their traditions are ours. We respect ourselves when and only when we respect our ancestors. We are ourselves when and only when we think and act in the spirit, in the way of our ancestors. I'm firm. I am roped of my ancestors. I am worthy of my ancestors. I am worthy of my ancestors. I say. I say. Ah. Yes, we have a, uh, a beautiful day, but tomorrow, tomorrow is Kibuka. And so, you know, Baba Rudy has put a number of pieces of Kibuka on, um, on Facebook to promote Kibuka. And, of course, we want to honor that. And, of course, Kibuka is... Ibuka is seeing the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestor, remembering it, remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. You know, that's why that's why I do believe in reparations. I don't believe the way reparations are being um, <clears throat> done uh, with all these other organizations and one of a little piece here from this country, that country. No, as African people, we have been wronged. As Af- not because we're Nigerian or Ghanaian or whatever country, not because of whatever cultural group. I don't like to use the word tribe, not or kingdom, not because of that, but because we're Africans. And we must seek reparations for Africa. What reparations is about the repair. Kibuka is about the damage done. How it was done. That's what Kibuka is, is about. And believe me, our blood and spirit is infused in every drop of the world's oceans. I'm telling you. Trying to find some more ones that I can read off of. Uh, put a number of on here, and of course I can go to the book of Kibuka. But that's it. Oh, let me tell you what else happens here with uh, Facebook. Sometimes when you are thumbing through here, sometimes they take things off. You know, here you are. You're thumbing through here, and you're like, "Wow, what happened?" You know, we are not them. We cannot be them without losing sanity. No one can be African and European. Let me repeat no one can be African and European. The African and European ways are irreconcilably incompatible. They're irreconcilably, they're irreconcilably incompatible. Not even amalgamation, that means bringing them together, can change that. Our way is and has been and will always be African. We cannot ask of ourselves the mental question 
that they put into our minds. We cannot seriously ask ourselves irrelevant questions or believe answers which lead to forgetfulness. Our questions must always lead us home. Our questions must always lead us home. For how can you find your way home by forgetting your way home? How can you find your way home by forgetting how you got to where you are now? How can you find your way home without figuring out how you got lost in the first place? Unless you see home as some backward, barbaric, pagan outland or limited to the place your stolen ancestors were brought to, yeah, I know many people think this is home. This is home. Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, New York, Wisconsin. It's home. Home for me, brothers and sisters, has been and will always be the continent, the motherland. That's home. And I'm going to be getting and I'm preparing myself to go home. You must look further than the deception of Caucasian lies to find our truth. You must find our truth, family. You must find our truth. Yeah. So, find our way home. So I'm going to just pick out some of the things from Kibuka. Because once again, I'm saying, you know, how deep it is that we have to deal with. A lot of us are afraid. And even in my libation, I don't pay enough attention or time to the ma'afa when I pour libation. You know, to go deep into that. To not be afraid to say what happened to us. Not to be afraid to call on those spirits of Africans who suffered. We do not know their names. But those brothers and sisters suffered. That's why I say when we talk about reparations, that's who we are looking to get reparations for. The sacrifice that they made. The horrors that they experienced. Some to the point that if they had a chance to get up deck as opposed to the hull of the ship, they would jump over and drown themselves. It was called packing in the spoon position. In it, African men were literally folded into each other. Tight packing, loose packing. Yeah. No, I tell you, it's a damn shame that we don't understand this. That we don't understand it. This is a deep part of our history that and that no other people have gone through. No other people have gone through. And look, we're still here. We're still here physically, most of us. But we're afraid to connect because we've been trained not to. 
We've been trained to believe that us being here, us being captivated by Caucasians and being here is what's, you know, that was good. I mean, you have some Negroes. Uh, it's been so pathetic. It has been so pathetic. That one uh, Negro, Negress, down in Florida talking about, I'm glad my people got out of Africa. I'm glad to be here. I could be in Africa worshiping a tree or a rock. You know? Man. Yeah. I'm telling you. This is this is something that we have to deal with on an ongoing basis because our Africanness is con constantly being under attack. Constantly being under attack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find me another Inye. Um, excuse me. Um, Kibuka. Okay. You know, we must teach our children the true story about the Ma'afa if we are going to initiate the healing of African people. Until African people know the true story of the Ma'afa and obliterate the deceptions as well as the outright lies about it, we will remain imprisoned in mental shackles, sustaining on self-hatred and ignorance. We owe our lives to our ancestors who endured our Ma'atha firsthand. We should venerate these ancestors who fought and died on our behalf. And we must seek to invoke that warrior spirit exhibited by those who had to tolerate such suffering, we must not allow their sacrifice to be in vain. Make your existence a bedrock for African justice. Never forget, never forgive, and never fear. Ashe. I tell you, you know, I, I don't know if you have gone to Africa. I know that when you do, if particularly if you go to West Africa, where you can feel the spirit of our ancestors as they were taken and put in dungeons. In fact, um, I, the brother that does the radio program here, they're going to Ghana. And, and I don't know, man. It just, he said, yeah, you can come and visit this the Elmina or, or Cape Coast slave castles. <laughs> the slave castles. And no 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 disrespect to the brother. Because I mean that's what we've been taught, but you know, I think that in this day and age of African consciousness, everything that comes into your into your mind, analyze it. Make sure that you are using the right words. Make sure that you're saying the right things. Make sure you're doing the right things to help bring about the African renaissance. 
I don't use the word black because we're not black. Black is a color. Black is an adjective. Africa is the noun. Africa is the noun. You know? Many of us recognize that the term middle passage is no more than a euthanism softening the horrendous psychological feeling that that part of the Ma'afa spent on the Kemetic Ocean known to us as the Atlantic Ocean, the Kemetic Ocean naturally brings. We know that for untrained ears it subconsciously feels more like a mundane leisure cruise than the horrid journey that it was. Middle in no way denotes the horror of the African experience. It is a natural word indicating nothing more than location, middle, between, between Africa and this land. While passage indicates only a place traveled. Therefore, to view the middle passage with an African mind, we will use the Twa, a dialect of the Akan people of West Africa. The term Norisi Otuko, pronounced Norisi Otuko, to describe the the horrific event in our history, in our story. Literally, Norisi Otuko means a genocidal force, immigration, exile, captivity. A a genocidal force. Exile, captivity. This fits the description we are seeking because it speaks to both the intent and the process, the way in which we were captured and brought here was again, was against every fiber of our will and fully intended to destroy our psychological and genetic memory of ourselves. It makes no difference whether we use this particular African term or another. What is important is that we use African terminology and then we speak to it from an African perspective this was horrific brothers and sisters this was horrific deep yeah yes uh, very solemnly I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know, the reason why I, I'm kind of a little chuckle here because the music at the break is the OJs living for the weekend <laughs> and Johnny Kemp's, I just got paid. But I chose those and <laughs> before I, you know, changed my mind to bring about what we're discussing here. You know, but that's 
That's a part of the ma'afa. It has trained our people to live for the weekend. Just got paid. It's Friday night. Party's jumping. Feeling right. Room is shaking. Monster jams. Feel the rhythm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't condemn time to celebrate whatever, time to have a good time. As long as you understand and know that's not who we are. It's been presented as who we are. But that's not who we are. And the fact is that in our time we fight and we struggle to change the wrong that has been done to us. To change the mind that has been pumped into us. That we are less than human. That we had no culture to speak of. That whatever the Caucasian did was justified. That what he did to us that have many of our, our people just like I said when you have and, and, and she's not alone. Oh please. She's not alone. And and especially that's why to me Marcus Garvey is extraordinary and we must give him the respect and love that he deserves for him to do what he did and to amass an organization the Universal Negro Improvement Association to over a million something million um, over a million members to call it to call a convention a conference or whatever you want to call it a gathering of our people in New York and Madison Square Garden in 1921 over 21,000 hell we can't get 200 people sometimes at a conference or a convention I know I think there was 1400 of us who uh, convened in um, Gary, Indiana in 1972 for the black political convention but if if we call a a conference right now obviously I'm saying that to say if we call something right now not uh, with African minded people who can deeply organize what the turnout would be. But if we just call a conference right now, at the Black Firefighters Conference that we had in Hartford, Connecticut, to celebrate 50 years of our existence, at that convention, just a few hundred people. And of the few hundred people, most of them were brothers and sisters that I have been seeing since I've been involved, since 1976. Actually, Honestly, we didn't really go into the international until 78. And then we had the conference in Milwaukee. Yep. So, so, but that's, I'm saying is that that's what's happening. You know? So, we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, yeah, I'm going to go play living for the weekend. Because <laughs> that's what it is. But I also want to talk about how can we release the vice grip that the Caucasian has on our minds? How can we get out of the chains that they put on us 
How can we, how can we make our people understand that the Ma'afa is real and it is continuous? Particularly if we don't know who we are and what has happened to us, where many of us want to deny or just pretend. Or that was then. This is who we are now. So, we're going to take a break. We come back from the break. And I'm taking questions and comments. What you want to talk about? And um, so, brothers and sisters, let us get ready for Kibuka tomorrow. Kibuka is tomorrow. And uh, I look forward to it. So let me bring this up. Okay. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, brothers and sisters, we're living. This is African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network. Um, stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. So, uh, it's Kibuka. Remembering. The Ma'afa. Remember the Ma'afa. The great tragedy. The Holocaust. And so many other words that can. About this great tragedy. The middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. We have to bring our African minds to visualize the comedic ocean as our largest shrine the Atlantic Ocean the Kemetic Ocean has our largest shrine as warrior scholars as a Safo we have to apprehend and appreciate this great body of water because it contains the largest and the greatest concentration of ancestral emotions content of our restless warrior spirit Therefore, as self-respecting Africans who honor our ancestors, we must make it a place where we go to wade, pray, meditate, pour libation, make offerings, and cry out for ancestral strength in our battle for righteous justice. Ashe. Go to the ocean, to the Atlantic. the comedic ocean I remember when I moved to Virginia and I had a uh, oh Cardi was 73 or 4 now <laughs> but I moved there and that uh, car had the odometer light never lit up and as I was about to make the trip, it lit up. Let me know, you know, the, the whole dash. <laughs> it didn't before. And I drove it to um, Virginia. And when I got to the ocean, it went out. It led me right there. And it went out. I was like, man. Didn't know then, because I was, I wasn't African conscious then, although I had been involved in marches and so forth. But it was the 70s. You know? The era of people doing your thing. I think what was unfortunate for us uh, as, a, as an African people, we didn't bring the 60s mentality into the 70s. It was a belief that, okay, this, this, this country is going to act right, do right, and be right, and they're going to, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kibuka. Tomorrow, between five and nine, it's a sweet spot. Also, two brothers and sisters, you can um, check it out from wherever you are. Make your donation. $20 a family. 
15 for couples, 10 for the adults, and 5 for children. And um, if you want to see it by streaming, just as he does of the other presentations, put in Kibuka, K-E-B-U-K-A, Kibuka. Your name, your email address, so they can send you the link where you can watch Kibuka for yourself, wherever you are. Looking through the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. He gives a a um, comparison to those who came here as indentured as opposed to how Africans came here. You know, they didn't come chained together, tight-packed in halls of ships. Many of them left Europe. They had to work off some kind of punishment and they came here to work in the plantations and in the colonies that Europeans had established, had taken land from indigenous people. Because a lot of times the indigenous people ain't going, I ain't going to work for you. This is my land. This is my home. You coming in my house, taking my stuff, and then I'm going to work for you? Are you a fool? Africans who were enslaved. Five and a half feet by 16 inches. That's how they got there. Six feet by two feet for indentures. Stale, musty, terrible air to breathe under the hulls of those ships. Fresh air for indentures. Utter darkness 24-7. Sunshine for indentures. Complete family separation. No family separation for indentures. Literally naked just a cloth on your butt. Filthy, soiled, fully clothed for indentures. No movement, shackled. Mobility, unbound for indentures. Enemies, cast issues. Family, but they did have class issues. The aftermath of this captive trade might be worse than the trade itself, mainly because the major participants in the trade have made a mission out of lying about their participation in the greatest of all human tragedies. In the last 20 years 
the academy interpreters of the Atlantic so-called slave trade, the captivity of our people, have been pointing their fingers at the African participants as though the trade could not have existed without them. Any honest researcher familiar with the documents know that the role of the African was minor in comparison to that of the European and the Arab. The captive trade was a three-continent industry that affected a revolutionary and revolution in shipping, a revolution in economics, and and a revolution in world trade. Africans did not have this kind of connection at this juncture in history. And besides, the captive trade was mainly a European and an Arab business. I do not in any way intend to free Africans of any guilt for their participation in this trade. Their involvement was tragic, misguided, and did not without significance. But the captive trade would have occurred whether the Africans participated in it or not. Dr. John Henry Clark, Nana Clark. If you want to get in the conversation, have a question, comment, or concern, please, uh, the number you in the queue, just hit star twice. Let's, let's us know that you have a question, comment, or dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We're talking about the Ma'afa. We're talking about Kibuka remembering this captive trade, the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Brother Lusk, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Brother Oshi. Peace and blessings. Thank you so very much for picking my call. And thank you so very much for this particular topic. Because of the fact right here in the great state of Alabama, there are pockets of brothers and sisters who are bringing forth this energy of having people to acknowledge the Ma'afa. And and so with what uh, Brother Baruti is doing there in Atlanta, wish I, man, really wish I was there to experience this. And, and other places throughout this country, folks are doing just that. Um, here in, in Montgomery, um, every second Saturday of the month of July, we have a Ma'afa commemoration oh, in order for us to give thanks and, and, and honor those African ancestors, those who have gone on before us. Montgomery, like every like other port cities, were was a city that enslaved Africans were brought to build this city. And so um, to acknowledge the Ma'afa, that out of our own African Holocaust, one of, the per- one of the things that I've done personally for myself is to refer to artwork and the artwork particularly of Tom Feeling, uh, his book called The Middle Passages of uh, Black, I forget the subtopic, uh, uh, but it's called Middle Passage. Uh, white car- Black cargo, white uh, 
ships, mm-hmm. white ships, black cargo. And so Tom's feelings, if people don't want to read at all, then they could use his black and white charcoal artwork to be able to delve deep into the kinds and types of experiences that we have had. True, I haven't been to the continent, to the motherland, would love to go there one day, but this book in and of itself, of course, with other books that you mentioned earlier in this program, has been able for me to be able to develop that connectedness. We don't have that connectedness anymore. And, and so that's why I love to hear um, uh, Brother Jay and, and Brother Paul across the water, et cetera, because the Atlantic floor's ocean is carpeted with our yes. and his body. Yes. Okay. And, and so we need to know that. We need to experience that. And some people, I think, really has to practice. It, it has to be practiced. Mm-hmm. So whatever Baba Baruti is doing there, he is putting into practice what it is that we need to know. And so, but we're not getting that. And we understand we're not going to ever get it in the American classroom system. That's right. But there's got to be a way to experience that, right? Just just for a couple of times to see in and of itself what it's like to be in that spoon, in that packing position, mm. in that spoon-shaped mm. position. Okay, for, now. For almost, for, for, almost, for almost two months. Yeah, for almost too much. And, and, and grant you, in the past, there have been people who have tried to kind of uh, uh, imitate that right within the, uh, the school system. Maybe they haven't done it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But and, and it looks bad, right? Oh, my God, they, they're doing all of this, this educating, and, and, and we need to uh, stop this critical race theory uh, mm. conversation. Uh, yeah. But but it has to be experienced, Brother Oshie. Yeah. It has to be in order yes. for a connectedness to happen. And so just like the Twa language, it has to be practiced, even if it's just one or two words over and over again. It has to be learned. Those words have to be learned how to be spelled, right, and, and, and practiced in order for us to come into this realization, for us to reclaim the kinds and types of minds that we should have. Thank you so very much. No, I am brother, so thank you for those words, brother. listening to what others are going to say about the Ma'afa, this African Holocaust of ours. And I'm, I'm just awaiting the call. Thank you for picking my call, brother. Asante Sana. Asante Sana to you, Asante my friend. Sana. Have a blessed a weekend. Blessing. You too, brother Ted. Yes, sir. Brother Theodore Luss, I appreciate this man tremendously. And, uh, I've said many times, I'm going to say it again. I can't wait to, uh, hopefully next year, call up and make the date and go. Because, you know, they have um, the Justice Initiative in Montgomery, Alabama. And so I want to go through that with him and sit down and break bread with the good brother. Thank you for all you do, Brother Ted, and, and what you have sent me over the time. Appreciate that. We cannot operate on the principle of total peace among all members of our community when there are so many Africans who are consciously fighting with all their might against any form of African community or nationalism. These closet Negroes and confused lost souls are absolutely opposed to the idea of race first. Or I like to say culture first, African culture. Hindsight tells us 
that we cannot assume that everyone is on the same page or in the same book or even in the same library or library system. They want to forget it. It happened. And as I said, some Negroes are happy that we're here in this country. Some Negroes are so happy to be here, but some of them are sad because they ain't light enough. They don't live in the suburbs. They don't have the kind of money. They can't can't have all the materialism that this country offers. And they're sad, self-hating, and hateful of all of us or some of us who do have and will speak ill of brothers and sisters who are trying to reclaim, recapture, and restore the history of our people and to help us understand that our righteous rage and our righteous cause for reparations because of what was done to us some of us just want to forget that it happened long time ago get over it get you a job be happy it's like uh, what was the dude song don't worry be happy I didn't like that song just be real I didn't so we ain't got a damn thing to be happy about because I have never and will never totally submit to what these folks have done. Unknown caller, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Baba Ochi. Hey. And good afternoon to, um, good morning, good afternoon to all your uh, listeners, listeners, and callers and interjectors. Thank you for this. Thank you for allowing me to interject. Oh, always, uh, always, brother, always, brother Paul. Always look forward to a conversation with you. I look forward to information that you send me over WhatsApp. I'm, I'm, I'm tremendously appreciative, appreciative of you. Go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, Baba Ochi. um, Sometimes we fall into things that we don't intend to fall into, um, and um, we, we, well, for me, I often question how I got to this point. And if I look at the journey, it's quite an interesting journey in that uh, I can't honestly say how I came to this point, me speaking to you here now. Um, But the point is, I know one thing, that there's a force outside of my plans and my um, intentions. There's a force outside it, which if you allow it to guide you, it guides you to a point. Yeah, um, Some may say, it's the uh, spirit and voice of the ancestors. Some may say it's a divine force. Some may call it a spirit. Whatever it is, it definitely exists. Um, it definitely exists. It, it, it guides your path and it brings you to a point. And then at that point, you have, you can, as, as a human being in this dimension, you have then to make a choice. You have to make a choice whether. Uh, you want to be part of a, a greater conversation or you want to be silent on that conversation. You have a point where you want to act on the information or you want to pretend that you don't 
overstand or understand the information. It, 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 that's the thing. Everybody has a choice. So, so when, I, when, I, when I share the information with you, I want it to be known that I'm totally aware because uh, I have a little understanding of this IT and how it works. I understand what the logarithms are. I understand that uh, how software has been devised. I've even been part of it uh, um, to um, pick up on um, information so that you can be marked and and uh, followed and uh, and uh, you know called a black identity extremist or whatever they want label they want to put it. I'm totally aware of that. I'm totally aware of the history. I've, I've read espionage. I've, I've read about how MI5 in this country, MI6 works. I've read about uh, the OSSS, which was the forerunner of the CIA and how they operate and their connection to the Vatican. These are real. They're not hocus-pocus. They're not hypotheses. These are real. But the point I'm trying to make is that when you come to the realization and when you come to the understanding that who of who you are as a as the individual, not your job title, not the name. It's so deep. Not even the name your parents call you because that they give you a name, but that doesn't mean that's not necessarily who you are. Um, so the point is, is that you're continually searching. You come to the point, and then you realize that you have a duty, and your duty is to my duty is to spread information and um, to spread the knowledge of our, our true purpose on this planet. And for me, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, but I'm, I have not, but I'm still learning. I haven't come to the um, absolute conclusion. I'm never going to say something like only black people do this or only we do that or this is it, because it's not. It's a continuous learning process. It's infinite, I actually think. I think it's infinite. You never stop learning in this life, the next life, because this is just one part of continuous life. You never stop learning. It's a continuous learning process. So, you know, but, but, but the way some, uh, like, you know, the, the last caller, he called my name. That tells me that I'm, I'm doing the work. I am on the journey because everything is energy, um, vibration, and frequency. So if I put it out there, the mere fact that that caller even acknowledges my name, that means we're doing our work. And this is the work we must do. Baba Ochi, I want to, uh, from the information I have, I want to, I want to make it clear about something. You know, when, when, when you do the work like you do with the conviction you do, and I know you do it with all your heart, because I know you could just, you're retired, you're committed, you've given your time to people, you sacrifice, you're not just giving your time to people going for a nine to five job. You, day in, day out, was putting your neck on the line as a fireman, risking your life for others. And to be honest with you, I know 100%, despite the way you talk, if whether it was white, black, young woman, or you would rescue them. There's no way you would get of them course. the white person in front. Yes, and of you would course. Them. Exactly. Right. Right. Because, and the reason why you would do that, because you have a higher self of identity. You have a higher self of self-worth. You know your role. Yeah? So despite the fact that these devils have done to us, those of us who have that higher intellect, we're not going to focus on um, these, these lower vibrations, which these people try and entrap us on, because they're trying to entrap us in a lower vibrational. They don't want us to understand our greater role. Our greater role is to take care of the planet. That's our greater role. This is our planet. 
Yeah, it's not, you know, all the schemes which they've come up with, the ideologies, the thing they call law, these are all low vibrational things, yeah? You know, so that that's why I have the conviction to make this call, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what system they bring, whether they call themselves CIA or or this assassin, economic assassins and and this party, Republican Party or Labour Party or whatever they call their damn selves, Right. We have a higher duty. That duty is close to the divine, and that's what we're seeking to get that higher frequency. Yeah. So it matters not what they do. Their monetary systems, their economic systems, the Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, all these, these, these things. Yeah. We have a higher divine purpose. You know. And so that's why listening to you and and interacting with you and realize that who you are. I remember when you first came on the radio. I first heard you. It was amazing. You said your age. A lot of presenters, that, I mean, people come there and say their age. You did. And I said, wow, this man is the same age as my father. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, you told me that. And, and, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm hoping to to uh, meet your father. Man, I'm going to try to make it next year with all this stuff going down yeah, and so well, forth. Well, and, well you know, you, you, said, you, you said another thing. You said your brother's into Christianity and whatever, and you explained. I love that because mm-hmm. my father's Christian too. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have, I've had conversations with my father which go all through the night and come up next morning. And he said to me, how do I know, you know, how, how, why do I think that I know more than maybe somebody who's um, indoctrinated in the church or whatever? And, um, and I tell him that, you know, I've read the Bible. I've read the Quran as mm-hmm. well, the whole thing. Sure. A lot of it doesn't make too. sense. The, the I have first, too. The, the first time I read the Bible, it, it didn't make no sense to me. And I kept on saying, well, is it me? This thing don't make sense. Yeah. And the more... Or, or you know the people, the names you give, um, the work Baba Baruti does, um, mm-hmm. Baba Shango does, all these people, Ashley Crazy, um, Tony Martin, the whole lot of them, the work they've done, it's helped me to understand what's really going on here. Yeah, um, on understanding who King James was. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in England. I'm born here. I can read these people's things. I can read the books. I can, I can look at the history they gave us in school and go and read the bigger books, the, the deeper. But, uh, which these people have wrote. And I can see the contradictions. And then I realize uh, they've been tricking us from time. I realize that there's a con game going on. It's yep. a con game. Yep. You understand? And the con game is to put us in a state of low frequency, right? And give us the idea that they're on top. That's what they do. They give us the idea that they're on top, but the divine didn't give them on top. And I tell you why the divine didn't make them on top, yeah? The divine give us a uniform. I call it a uniform. That uniform is what people are calling melanin. It's enhanced melanin. Mm. It's a protection against the sun because the sun bears life. The interaction between the sun and the earth, they call it intercourse. That's what they call it. Okay? And with that intercourse, life is born. And, you know, it's powerful. It gives us a protection against that power. Okay? They lack. It's not that they don't have melanin because they do but they are melanin deficient, okay? So that tells me that the divine has a plan for us, but most of us have forgotten the plan. You don't understand. And you, every time you come on this platform, you and others, uh, you help us to remind us of the plan. And we've got to get back to that plan, that divine plan. And that's where we are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it, 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 it's deep. It's so, so deep. You know, but we're, we're, you know, people say we got to do this, but we are doing it. You know, we are doing it. And I'm telling you, as much as we think the young people ain't woken up, man, they yeah. have. 
A lot of them have yeah. by some miraculous, despite. I mean, well, the I, spirit I'm, I'm of our, born in England. It's the spirit of our ancestors, man. You know, well, yes. it, it, it's a divine. There's a divine mm-hmm. plan. I'm born in this country, yeah. And I remember hearing from like the elders that you know these people, the young ones born in England, they don't, they you know they don't know who they are and all this sort of stuff, yeah. I heard it, and it was it, I needed to hear that because then I realized I had to find out who I am, yeah. And now, you know, when I tell those people who are claiming that who we are, they don't know what I'm talking about because I've gone way past them, way, way past them to the point where I can make this from, from to anywhere in the world. And I tell them who we are because I know, I know our purpose here. Mm-hmm. And most of the things we think our purpose is, is not that. We are the caretakers of this planet. And if we're not acting as the caretakers of this planet, right, if we're, if we're drinking the, the blood of the planet, if we're sucking out the oil, you know, let me get, I don't, I'm not going to drag on for much longer, Baba Ochi, but let me tell you this, because I say this to most people, and as yet I've never heard no one re- uh, reflect it back to me. You know, these industrialization the, in England, they say they started industrialization. They told us that in school, right, right. here in England. They said exactly. they started the Industrial Revolution, right? right? Exactly. But what they didn't tell us in school, they didn't tell us in school was that the Industrial Revolution, it was financed on the back of Africans stolen right. from Africa. They didn't tell us that point. They right. left that that point, yeah? So we learned that point by many authors from America, from the Caribbean and Africa, we learned that, that, that what well, some of us did, yeah? So when we learn that now, right, they've been financing this revolution on oil, on cotton and oil. First, it started with cotton, mm-hmm. which they was getting from South America, and sugar from the Caribbean, and they used it. And after that, it was oil. So anywhere they found oil, like vampires, they would go mm-hmm. and overthrow the regime or whoever's in power and mm-hmm. steal that oil. And we've been following that, yeah? When it's a fight, that you can run these technologies on water. So why are we doing that? Right. No, right. because they, you know it's about money. No, you can't do that. Well, right. They have set up a system. It's a system of fraud, okay? A debt system. A debt system. Mm. Imagine that. Every pound you have in your pocket, you're claiming how rich you are, is a debt to what they call the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay? They made these things up. We take these things like they're real. They made it up. Right. It's like the Listen, brother, brother Paul, the reason why I consistently do this is just like what they did. I'm saying if we step outside of the imposed boundary they have placed upon us, release the vice grip on our minds, we can do what we had done thousands of years ago. I ain't saying build pyramids and temples and tubes. No. But in fact, we could have a society that is run that is just, that, ter- that, that cares for people, that cares for the land, that cares for all the human species and all the other animal species and whatever, whatever. We can do that because we did it before. It's not like we can't do it, but no, they have put into our minds that we can't do anything. That our whole desire is to be like them, is to be in their space, is to be in their place. The That's the con game. Yes. That is the con game. So Sorry, li- Bob, you going? But listen, I want to take some more calls. We've got a number of people here. I'm going to put you on hold and get back yeah. in, okay? All right, Brother Paul. Appreciate yeah. you, man. All right, ha, ah, 347. 347, good afternoon. 347. I'll come back to you. What's going on, Ochi? Hey, Jay, how are you doing, dear brother? 
We're doing good, brother. Good. I can't complain. Can't call it. It is. It, it is, is what, what it is. is. <laughs> Man, how you been? Good. It um, is what it is. Yes, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. It's what it's always going to be. And um, you just got to keep on moving forward and putting your best hand forward to mm-hmm. um, deal with the cracker. Yeah. You know, cracker don't change. Cracker just look for ways to improve themselves. And, um, you know, cause more ha- havoc on the on the planet, yeah. man. You know, I was yeah. um saw something right quick on Twitter earlier today or yet last night. They was talking about they're building this big um pipeline, man. From I think I think Uganda to to Tanzania, through Tanzania or something like that. I mean, Peter. Peter Brown of the ledge group would probably know. Um, mm. but, you know, it's supposed to affect millions of people, and they don't give a damn. So it's who's, who's building? It's an oil pipeline? Yeah, it's an oil mm. pipeline. Mm. Yeah, to be able to. I haven't to, heard I anything guess. like that, but I mean, I'm, I'll do some research. Because I agree with you. I mean, let's be real. You know, what, what it has done to this country, what it has really done to the world. I mean, you're in New York. Are are you? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm in New York. You're in New York, and so uh, is you. Is it forecasted for that snow that has been hitting Erie? And, nah, that's and, that's that's up. That's up like in Albany. Okay, and, so it's not. Um, so it's not going to hit the, uh, the uh, eastern yeah, coast. It's, it's not hitting the. Okay. It's not hitting the city. I think they're going to get some sort of small flakes from my. Understand it, but no, nah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hit here, which is cool. But um, yeah. no, if you if it hit here, you just shovel it and right. keep it popping. You yeah, know, even know. though, you know, in where you at, if they got snow, it'll be like a damn World War Three or something. Oh, they close like that. it down, man. It's over. It's, it's closed. Yeah, yeah, it's it shut shuts, down. It shuts it down, you know. and, and 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 what you call them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I mean. You know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really worry about it. You know, to me, it's mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. Right. You know, I ain't trying. But to, my point if being, I don't have to go out, and I yeah. ain't going out. Anymore. But my, but my point is, is that, and we mentioned this before, brother, brother Jay, that uh, climate change is real, and climate change has happened because of human beings, activity right. over hundreds of years, and and right. and, and the warning by the climate scientists that I read way back in the 80s, sitting at the, at, the, at the table in the firehouse, has come to fruition. They said, if you don't do these things, these are the kind of things that will happen. And, well, and, the white man doesn't believe climate change is real. I know, because, well, number one, they first they called it global warming. Is the planet right. warming? Yes, it is. Yes. But they didn't understand it. It was not uh, uh, something that the planet is warming, so we always going to have these these temperatures, although you've seen record temperatures of, 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 of heat in various parts of the world. But no, it's it, weather extremes, stronger tornadoes, stronger hurricanes, more of them, stronger stronger snow patterns and, and, and so forth. And, and that's what's happening. And yet, you know, in order and human beings not to mobilize and to correct this, you basically are saying, to hell with it, I'm going to get as much as I can out of it and maybe 
by that time, um, David Branson or, or uh, Elon Musk can get me off this damn planet to another planet where I can go fuck that up. But isn't, but isn't that the nature and the behavior of the white man? Yes, it is. I told that's you. What he, that's what he do. He doesn't told you, have Jay. any type of humanity no. in regards to how he polices the earth, how no. he takes the national resources to do good with. I mean, you know, it's like the Native Americans. They about the earth. Yeah. So when you see a, a commercial with them crying or tear dropping with all the pollution, that's real. But the white man don't care nothing about that. He don't, you know what I mean? He's about death and destruction. He's not about that's what he's humanity. About. That's, he tries to make it seem that he's about humanity and all that. But he's just, uh, he's a wicked, evil, yeah. sad, sadistic, and, sick. And, and, Cracker. That's and, all he is. There's, there's nothing human about the white man. And don't never let nobody fool you that there is. He's the most evilest thing on the planet. Well, one you one of the things I mean? it's some of the things you got to understand how they evolved. A lot of us don't understand that. They want to believe in the uh Christian concept of a creation, you know, and the God and all that bull. You know, you want to understand how they evolved and why their mentality and attitude is the way that it is and why they are evil and statistics because they are. I ain't talking about some individual here or there, maybe some relative that you might have that's Caucasian because he married your sister. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the mindset of the uh, of, of, of Europeans, the mindset of Urugu and why they feel they have to dominate and control everything. Hey, Oshi, put me on hold. I got a delivery. All right. All right, Jay. Once Urugu steered us to look for everything of significance outside of ourselves, they, they became able to manipulate and control everything defining us and all of the reality from within ourselves. Once they steered us to look at ourselves, out and, to, and make something that was outside of us more significant, more better. Oh, that's good. They were able to manipulate us and control everything, defining us and who we are and all the reality from within ourselves. That's what I'm saying. We got to purge this ignorance, purge this stupidity. Give us a call at 215-490-9832. We're, we're talking about the importance of remembrance of who we are and all the things that have happened to us. Kibuka, remembering our ancestors. Sister Habia, good afternoon. Greetings, good afternoon. Gre- gre- greetings, Bye my sisters. Be. How are yeah, you? So good. Very powerful and doing it um, you know, today. And um, I... I I was just uh, speaking up, uh, giving um, about the Kabuka. I mean, that's such a wonderful, powerful, yes, it is monumental event that we had. That and it's, it's, you know, it's just really, it's very incredible and it's very, uh, very necessary. Oh, very, uh, and very emotional, and very emotional, because they they recreate 
what happened to us. The recreation. Yeah, what happened to our ancestors. Us being, yes. exactly, marching from the interior of, of Africa, going to the dungeons. And yeah, staying I in the dungeons. Mm -hmm, staying yeah, in the dungeons for sometimes weeks and months. Death. You know. Yeah. But there's strength and, and their tenacity and, you know, just, I mean, we had such strong, powerful ancestors and we're just given how much in respect what the what they did and for us sure. and um and i didn't know if, if you had mentioned that i mean it's an honor to be here in atlanta with it but that it's going to be online and people all through the country can, can yes. view that did you mention yes, that I did. today oh yes i did i mentioned that i mentioned how oh, okay go. oh great yep. okay. i can okay. go online to get it you know uh, oh Oh, just okay. just as all the other things that the Baroudis do, you can go online to get it, you know, and you can go to either, you can use either PayPal or Cash App to get it. It's $20 uh, a family, you know, $15. Oh, yeah. Give a shout out again to it. Yeah. Uh, $15 <laughs> a couple, $10 for individuals and $5 for, for young people, you know. Yeah. It, it's, and it's so powerful and so it spiritual. Is. And, and it's. And yes, like it I is. said, it's uniting us and, you know, mm -hmm. just uh, calling that out for Bipa Hodie and we just uh, yeah. uh, wedge for forward. It's really awesome. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All and right, my I think sister. Awesome. Oh, and, you know, I also wanted to mention that um, I, I, I know you, I think you had said earlier this week that you were talking about the interruptions we get with TuneIn. Right. Like it's just a few seconds. Every minute. I mean, they interrupt, but I just wanted to just let you know, it would be like 45 minutes they would come in, mm -hmm. talk about mortgage, bank, and McDonald's. I mean, right. Just, well, see, that's why Brother Paul sent me a link where you don't have to deal with it. It's a link directly to Time for an Awakening. So you don't go to TuneIn. Don't go to yeah, TuneIn. You, you, you know, so um, I tell you what, sister, you. You know my phone number. Give me a call after the program so I can send it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Get the link. Get the link. I okay. Say. I say, my sister. All right, sister. Be I say, I'll be for Hodier. All right. Yeah. It is our fear which lets the European corrupt our children's minds. Having created us in their minds, they know our fears and use them to f focus or force us to relinquish our children unprotected to their insanity. And they know well how to corrupt them. They know that all it takes is one perverted image, one loaded word, one twisted thought to start the process. They know that if they can implant that image or word when that child is young enough, it will, it will, further, it will become fertile enough gray matter in which to take root and will and while it may not immediately come to dominate his or her thought it will hold his or her own until the mind is exposed to more corruptive thoughts as life goes on it is like the cells of alcoholics who no longer drink alcohol if they ever drink again they more easily returned to the bottle because the earlier alcoholism was powerful enough to permanently mutate the structure of the cells such that these cells would forever 
be more receptive to and greedy and greedingly seek out the taste of alcohol in their blood. Only those retraining their sanity without fear can prevent this assault against the minds of our children. Nothing else would be reasonable or sufficient. The minds of our children, the minds of our people. It is the mind. Brothers and sisters, we must divorce ourselves. We must separate ourselves. You can be here in America. There are many of us, not a lot. See, I got to use proper words. Maybe some then, how about that one? Of us who have done that. There are some of us who are in any cities. We're not the we're not the mass. No, we're not. Unfortunately, we're the exception. We're not the you know the exception and the rule. We're you know we're the exceptions because the rule is the the ignorance and the stupidity and the self aggrandizement, the materialism. You know that stuff rules because that's what the society perpetuates to begin with. It it is constant. Individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. It is constant. You're bombarded 24 7, 365. It's constant. Only those who have studied, who have embraced their Africanness, who, who go to listen to our scholars, our historians, not Negroes, not lost souls, not assimilationists. A, a, a not going along to get along, not scratching where they don't itch, not laughing when they shit funny. Not them. But those men and women, those brothers and sisters who are fearless, who in spite of all this madness will stay with us. Don't blame us. Understand the root of this situation and try to eradicate it to instill in our brothers and sisters a love of themselves, the love for each other, the, 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 the trust we need, the working together is what we need. And I ain't just talking about us here in America. I'm talking about us globally. I'm talking about Africans on the continent, Africans throughout the diaspora. You look at the television and you see us and them all together now, black men and white women, white women and black men all the time. Like it's all good now. Giving many of our weak-minded brothers and sisters the impression that this is some kind of multi-ethnic, multi-racial society. Brothers and sisters, we have a lot of work to do, but I don't, you know, I only want us that are committed Marcus Garvey once again said it best a lot of us ain't no good here and we won't be no good there if they come so keep your ass here if you are serious about liberation serious about self-determination serious about sovereignty that's what that's the move we got to make you know it and I know it we cannot reform this. This is theirs, not ours. And it works well for them. And because it seems that it works well for some of us, 
That is that belief is we can't abandon this. You know, we can't we we can't leave this. This we we help fight the Indians too. We this is just as much ours as it is theirs. We we built the White House literally. We did this. We did that. This is just as much ours as it is theirs. Yeah. A mistake. Some dedicated season fence straddlers make is to assume that because our skin happens to be similar, they have the right to insert their pseudo liberal mentocidal voice into my thinking and convince me to modify my righteous rage to lower me into a negotiating, depoliticized, disempowered, de-Africanized role to make my speech against Urugu user-friendly, to become a walking other directed contradiction as they have. Obviously, they have absolutely no idea They have no idea of the kind of warrior they are dealing with. For this season, one understands that no one is in a position to correct me except my ancestors and the, and the living who stand and speak has for them. They are unable to comprehend the fact that all of my ancestors are warriors. Long ago, I made a pact with them to tolerate nothing less than our truth within, outside of me, because I had come to recognize that righteousness is the only way I can live with my soul. Baba Baruti. Man. Ashe. I ask a warrior's messenger's prayer. I only ask for the strength, courage, and vision to say what needs to be said so that none within earshot can say that I did not know and therefore had no reason to act. All that I ask is that I be allowed to deliver a righteously enraged word for as long as I'm mentally and physically able to do so. That is me. I Baba Rudy. I appreciate that because that's what I want to do. I only ask for the strength, courage, and vision to say what needs to be said and that none within earshot can say that they did not know and therefore had no reason to act. All that I ask is that I'm allowed to deliver the righteously enraged word <coughs> for as long as I am mentally, physically able to do so. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most powerful weapon, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds 
of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people on the continent of Africa lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening today and all the time here at African Perspectives on Time for an Awakening Radio. I really do appreciate you. Believe me, I do sincerely. Shemhotep. Shemhotep means go in peace. A sante sana. A sante sana means thank you. Bibi Vahodie. Bibi Vahodie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Once again, Kibuka is tomorrow from 5 to 9 here in Atlanta. If you're in the Atlanta area, it's at the sweet spot, 675 Metropolitan Parkway. But if you want to listen streaming and, and the information is there, that you can go to, you know, um, you can register, make your donation, $20 a family, 15 a couple, $10 adults and five for children. Uh, make it out to PayPal. Uh, the PayPal account is Yabaruti at yahoo.com or cash app dollar sign Yabaruti. Include the printed information, Kibuka, your name, the email address to where you want the link sent to. And you can feel the spirit of what we're going to do tomorrow from 5 to 9 Eastern Time. 5 to 9 Eastern Time. Brothers and sisters, have a blessed and wonderful weekend. If you can join us, please do. But if you can't, stay safe. Have a great weekend. Hope to see you on Monday. Peace, family.